0: Tonight, on Bullstone, Coalition Aircraft brought to
1: Ferguson, Missouri. Ferguson PD sent to Syria. Problem solved. Reports coming out of sheds everywhere. Wood glue, used on things not wood, too? We'll have more later.
2: Brian Adams, chart-topping, new single, and how you can protect your family. (laughs) Learn how to turn your unwanted garbage into other people's collectibles.
0: Are your collectibles actually other people's unwanted garbage? Protect yourself tonight.
2: Lanterns. Wow. New study reveals sea monkeys are merely brine shrimp. Jeffrey Thomas Wilson brings you more later. A San Diego priest goes
3: deep sea, spurlonging to say he's the first holy diver. Dio begs to differ. All
0: this and more on another hard-hitting episode of Bullstone! That's right. You've landed back in the Bullstone Zone.
1: <laughs> Prepare yourself. The Stone Zone.
0: <laughs> I'm Dave Stecko. I'm
1: David Flora.
0: And welcome to the Blurry Photos and sub alert annex
1: that we have invaded. <laughs> that we hide away in That's right. from Nazis. <laughs> <laughs> Shh.
0: Now let's talk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as, as you know, uh, the Bullstone, this is where we get our favorite people in the world. And we get to see whatever the hell we want.
1: Yep. And we don't have to research it. That's right. We, can, we can do this worry-free uh, from Penalty Box. Where's uh, the
0: fact? Where's the fiction? Who cares? Who cares?
1: We're not getting behind
0: either of those parsecs. That's right. Joining us this week are the glorious gentlemen of the Fairpoint Podcast, our, our Facebook frenemies, <laughs> for whom we constantly vie for likes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's right we have uh (laughs) we have mr nathan Capisser and craig lewis hey guys uh how are you welcome to uh bullstone
2: that's right hey man how you doing in (laughs) the (laughs) nuts we're doing fantastic how are you guys
1: oh we're great we're great i'm on uh, fuego i'm i'm dealing with a cold and and i'm fighting it with nyquil
2: and beer and uh, I was helping. Do know they, I'm they have still Dayquil, right? It with
4: NyQuil, right? and beer,
2: <laughs> that's that's so weird because right now I'm dealing with a crippling midlife crisis, and I'm dealing with it with NyQuil and beer. Yeah, oh, see, <laughs> yeah. I kid, I kid. It's like snake oil. <laughs> <laughs> Bullstone oh brought is... to you by NyQuil and Milwaukee's best beer. <laughs> We- this is awesome man we've never been on somebody else's podcast before thank you so much for this opportunity oh man oh, yeah. it's,
0: it's been too long like we've been yeah. we've been trying to hash this out forever and i'm glad we're finally making it happen
3: well it's not like it's completely your fault we have crazy schedules too so oh yeah yeah, yeah. well
0: you no know, no no. i was implying that it was your fault make no mistake i want everyone fault. to understand it we're the, we're the we have nothing going now you on sound like lives. my mother when the podcast police show up it is upon on your dock
1: <laughs> door that they should be knocking not dock. Your, your, your dock that they should be putting their boat into <laughs> <laughs> jesus no, we we've got a really great setup. Yeah. Uh, we're we're looking at the Fairpoint boys on the uh, uh, on my girlfriend's phone, yep. which is sitting on a piece of foam, which is sitting on a box, which is sitting on an old desk chair, which is uh, sitting
0: on an Indian burial <laughs> ground.
3: <laughs> uh, you guys are in trouble because,
1: <laughs> yeah, we all are, dude. That's we right. All are. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we, we've got this really janky setup because I live in the dark ages and, and my laptop has such an old operating system that uh it uh, won't, Skype won't even play with it. Is it Fortran? For, Fortran? Is it cobalt? Oh <laughs> it's Leopard. <laughs> <laughs> OS OS Leopard. Oh anyway. man.
0: So we we've gathered here. We've gathered these elegant gentlemen. Mm-hmm. And and then us and us to discuss a very important social subject that is plagued the America. It's in the media. It's in the print. You've heard it at your churches. It's oh, discussed it's at relevant. schools. Yeah,
2: right now. It's, it's in the news now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Super relevant. And we but have to make sure this episode right
0: comes out before the November elections. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's what you need to know to arm yourself for the voting ballots. That's right. Uh, no, we, uh, <laughs> <laughs> as you know, for Bullstone, we just like to sit around and uh, uh, bullshit about stuff. And uh, we asked Nathan and Craig what they would like to talk about. Well, they sent us a uh, uh, a video of the old Roswell alien autopsy.
2: Yeah.
3: Classic. No words. Just a
2: video message. Mm-hmm. Just a video. <laughs> That's with- it. No, was, we didn't send them a video message. We mailed them a reel of film. <laughs> <laughs> and it was nice that there was that
0: handwritten note. By the way, this is where you can still buy a projector.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was $200, but it was worth it. It was a great thought. <laughs> so so we took a look at that. that I, I guess it could constitute as research, but in a way, it was just uh, to make sure that we were all on the same page. Yeah. So I'm not counting it as research. We don't research. We just talk about uh, stuff, and uh, that's going to be our launch pad uh, for this bullstone. Roswell, alien autopsy, late 40s. Uh, Nathan, Craig, do you guys want to take us through uh, a little bit of this? what this video is about and and what you kind of want to talk about with this, and then we'll just (gasps) go from there. Well, you see... I
3: think I'm kind of an expert on this because I did play a little bit of Area 51 on the arcade back in the day. Oh, yeah. Once you got the
0: shotgun shells, that was off the chain.
3: Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't mean to brag, but I know like everything.
2: (laughs) No, I'm sure. I don't know. uh, A lot of people have probably at least seen like little clips of it. It was a big deal in the mid 90s. They did a big special on TV about it hosted by uh, that dude from Star Trek. No, uh, Leonard Nimoy? Frakes, no,
0: right? no, no, Jonathan Frakes. Yeah. Oh, was it?
2: Yeah, it was, was right. Yeah. yeah. Is that the
0: unsolved mysteries guy?
2: No. Ah, Uh, beyond. Should have been Factor Marina Lincoln, Sirtis. also did that show.
0: <laughs> oh, <whoa>. Gates McFadden. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's Wesley purportedly, uh, a lost film from the forties, uh, after the infamous, what was it? 1940? 49 47 40, whenever yeah. the yeah, Roswell 49. incident happened uh an autopsy of a very realistic looking alien body it got a lot of attention people debating whether or not it was real or not and a lot of news has come out about it since then and i don't know it's I, i've always found it to be an interesting piece of pop culture uh it was kind of just a whim of the moment thing it's not like a passion of either of ours or anything it was just like hey that seems like something these blurry photos dudes would like to talk about. I don't
0: know aliens. Something like these two ass wipes would want to discuss.
1: It's true, are <laughs> <laughs> ass wipes, and <laughs> we do discuss things like this.
3: <laughs> yeah, whatever. No, we'll do I, it later on our own podcast and do it better. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> you no, know,
0: I remember this because you're right. I remember the special. It was actually like really like hyped up. They had like a lot of ads for it. It was supposed to be a big deal. I remember because I was I was in college and. My roommates and I, we would have like alien conspiracy night, where we would watch like a movie or something, and then look stuff up online. And we we tried to find all this. I mean, like there was like Angel Fire Web Rings and like all sorts of really old internet stuff.
3: Cities, yeah. Angel Fire, (laughs) yeah, that existed. And we Geo-cities, lots yeah.
1: lots of white
2: text on black background oh, <laughs> that Flora loves, and like lime green text on red background. Yeah, oh, oh god. my god, oh, yeah. my eyes! What the
4: fuck? <laughs>
0: <laughs> and it was it was so funny. Like you would find so much, you know. And I have to say, like the internet was weirder than than it is now. It was weirder. I found if so was, much more weird oh, than true using Netscape. Oh,
1: Netscape.
3: Well, it was everything it is now, but with uh, clip art and text. Oh yeah, only. Oh yeah, and then and then like, hey, just
0: just to let everyone know that uh, this site's going to be pretty awesome. I've got this stick figure digging. <laughs> I'm going to throw this guy in here. Just so under you know construction. Hey, yeah. it's about to go yeah. down. Under construction.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Webstruction. Check I mean. back every day for updates. Oh man.
0: <laughs> so this episode's about how the old internet was <laughs> well um yeah so they they the 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 crash happens there's a cover-up they say it's a weather balloon there's people in roswell that say they've they that they they saw these weird metallic pieces or pieces that had uh, strange properties uh, and it was a huge deal
1: bodies are recovered
0: yeah
3: then they're denied
2: well, and-
0: no
3: the pieces were just pieces of the weather balloon right
2: right metallic oh,
3: yeah. weather balloons so, thanks for listening, everybody. That's
0: awesome. <laughs> Boom!
3: <laughs> Don't I forget to like Fairpoint
0: and Blurry Photos on uh, Facebook. But if you only have one click to give, <laughs>
3: give, give it to us. Yeah,
1: <laughs> this is one of the subjects that we tend to shy away from because you know there's so much hype behind it and and uh, television specials and. Jonathan Frakes is talking about, you know, all, all of this stuff. But, uh, of course, with it, with Bullstone, anything goes. That's that's one of the reasons we do it. And it's amazing uh, how <laughs> you watch the thing. It is pretty freaky and it's well done. I, I, I guess we should should we go on and, and, and say that it's a hoax?
2: You son of a bitch. (laughs) I kid. can't. (laughs) Let's take the
0: reverse uh, Fox television special approach and just go. It was a hoax.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Or was it? Yeah. Or
0: was it? I'll I'll say one interesting thing about it. So when we used to have a conspiracy night, we'd watch like, I mean, we would rent. uh, I remember we saw we rented a communion with Christopher Walken based on that Whitley Strieber book. Oh, wow. uh, Conspiracy fire in the theory sky with oh, yeah. db sweeney yeah yeah um and then but when we looked up the the alien autopsy i found something that i thought was really weird um and it's i mean this is just take it or leave it this is the only weird factoid i have is that we found tons of like images that were stills of the alien autopsy and they all looked identical but then when we were kind of like looking through them my roommates and i one of them Everything, like the position of the table, everything in the room was for the most part the same, except for the clock. Instead of having Roman numerals, it had regular Arabic numbers. Really? And like the like the foot position was a little bit different. And the alien looked just slightly different. And there was just this one picture amongst all the others that had no these way. little tiny differences.
2: No way. Yeah. Get out of here. That's crazy because, well, this is the story. The guy who supposedly stumbled upon this film, his name was Ray Santilli. Um, he's uh, he founded Amp Entertainment, and not to be confused with Amp Energy Drink.
0: <laughs> also, not he, to uh, be confused with uh, Ace X Wing pilot Wedge Antilles.
2: <laughs> <laughs> he was a movie and music producer. He produced a lot of documentaries. He produced stuff for like Boy George. Uh, The Eurythmics, Slipknot are a few notable ones. Already dabbling in in there. (laughs) He recently, like I think like maybe 2006 or something, came out and was like, okay, this movie actually is. He didn't say it was a hoax. He said it was a reconstruction that he had gotten this film and it had deteriorated and was no longer usable. So he recreated it and put all this money into a fake version of it that recreated it perfectly. And then put it out there as fact. And now he's like, no, no, no. But it, there really was a real tape. Huh.
1: And and apparently some of the footage from this, this video is actual footage from the original one that he's embedded. But he won't see which yes. ones, right?
2: Yes. That's why what you were saying, Stecco. I was like, no way. Because he said there's a few frames from the original film in there. Huh. So now I want to see, look for that. That's oh. awesome.
0: I didn't know that, but that was—I remember my roommates and I were like, "Oh, do you see? Look, this—this this is the one different one." We were really into that. <laughs> look at me. Look at me un- uncovering mysteries.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, this uh, this alien that is on the film is, uh, you know, kind of—it's—it's it's short in stature. Yeah. It's got a big pot belly. And it doesn't have any genitalia on there, because, you know, you can't show that on TV.
2: <laughs> they actually blur <laughs> it. Right. Right, on the TV cut, they blur that area out. But it's so weird. Because of its giant area. f***ing b- <laughs> Well, you can't <laughs> yes. see anything, but I guess because it was still under scrutiny whether or not it was real, Why? they had it blurred out.
0: You can't fly an uh, uh, interstellar. interstellar? Sorry? <laughs> You can't fly an interstellar spacecraft to Earth without a great big old set of bowls, right?
1: But the uh, the <laughs> like YouTube right video has no blurring and there's nothing there. It's like a little yeah. angel laying on the table. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Now, the I will say this like the pot belly could be a result of de uh, decomposition, though. Well, that's true. How 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 quick does that sit in? You know what? Interesting <laughs> answer. It really depends uh, on a number of things. For example, uh, I used to have a job removing corneas from the recently deceased for transplant surgery. Uh, so I would, I had a, a beeper because it was the '90s, and it, when it went off, I'd have to go to the morgue and cut the eyes out of people. And uh, <laughs> oh, one woman I did a recovery on um, actually had died of an autoimmune disease, and she had she was in really rough shape, and her body had started to decompose. Functionally, prior to her dying. Wow! So even as I went to the morgue, she looked like a, like kind of pregnant because the this gas was already building up in her, even though she had only been dead for a few hours. And I don't know what the alien physiology is, but it is the the, the New Mexico desert. I've been to Roswell. There's nothing there. It's except entirely except for
3: ET video uh, games. That's right. Not uh, anymore.
0: Uh, it's it's entirely. I've seen the alien in where you can stay there, uh, but you can. Oh, awesome. Ah, uh, It's entirely possible that, that maybe they started to decompose and that's, that's what, why that happened. I'm just yeah. throwing it out there. Oh, I don't know. Okay.
2: Did you the- guys notice my shirt? Oh, look at that. Oh, my sister got that for me when she went to Roswell. It's, it's one of, it's the classic UFO with the believe on it. Yeah. I that's that's it the Duchovny
0: poster, the Fox <laughs> Mulder.
2: Yeah. If it said, I want to believe that would be it. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, I kind of wear it ironically. I'm not like a UFO guy or anything. I used to read a lot about it when I was a kid. I guess when I was a kid, I was a UFO guy. Nowadays, not so much. Well, it's just so interesting when we were
3: children. Like
2: oh, thinking it's still about interesting.
3: just thinking about the possibility of uh of life outside of the realm of what we know as existence. It's just it's it's fascinating. Like to me as a child, I I loved I could have sworn I saw a UFO. You know, thinking back on it, it, it was it was probably a low flying plane. You know, but I was I was uh ten years old
2: and ready to believe.
3: Yeah. I, I wanted I you know, I kinda wanted that uh be so awesome to be picked up by aliens, but oh my god, what the fuck are they gonna well, do to me? When you're ten yeah. years
2: old, everything in the sky is UFO and everything in Loch Ness is a lake monster and yeah. Yeah,
3: even the even the logs with poles stuck No, towards. that's <laughs> champ.
2: Ah, right, right, champ.
3: Got it. See, when I was a kid, I, I hated watching all
0: those uh, UFO abduction, like TV shows. You know, they had like amazing stories and stuff because it always happens in the woods. And I, I grew up in Colorado, like, like right at the base of a mountain. And it was just altogether too possible. Like to me, like, Oh my gosh, every time I see these shows, which when you're like, especially when you're really little, like every TV shows a documentary, there's no, you don't, You know, it all happened to real people.
3: Oh yeah. You're lucky you didn't get caught.
0: Right. And I was like, my God, this is happening all the time out in the woods. I, I, I really have to be careful about that. And it used to freak me out, but I was still fascinated by it.
2: Yeah. I remember renting a documentary about alien abductions from blockbuster when I was a kid. And, uh, going to bed that night and just being horrified and the only thought that like got me through the night was reminding myself it would be really weird and unlikely if the one night you were abducted by aliens was the same night you rented the video from blockbuster <laughs> <laughs> so I was just like what are the odds of that it's not gonna happen so, <laughs>
3: <doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo>.
2: <laughs> so i applied some level of rationality to it but wow <laughs> I, <laughs> I like that you're just daring the world to come up double
0: zero.
1: <laughs> I don't think I ever had a fear of aliens as a kid or an interest really in, in them or watching the skies or anything like that. Because I, I think if there were any alien type shows or uh, documentaries or movies or anything like that, I, I watched them and maybe got you know a little freaked out. At that, but I I don't think I ever thought that an alien would come and get me or I would be abducted. Oh, see, and that's, that's the thing that scared me. It was like,
0: like my, my, my brain like unraveled and I was like, oh my gosh. So that means that there's aliens. That means there's an alien civilization and they've seen our planet and they want us, they want to come take us. So not only is this happening, but it's gotta be happening on some sort of organized level (laughs) that it's gotta be happening all the time. And like, and then I was like, "My God, we're being monitored!" Like, I I went a little nuts on wow. it. but It really flipped me out. Like, it really creeped me out. So I just uh, and yeah.
2: back then there was no internet to like. A lot of these shows were just sensationalism, like get people to watch it. It's and you couldn't like check credentials and like find out if something's legit. Like, if that mermaid special aired back then, we would have ate it up.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. Because yeah. and they would have had Robert Stack narrate it. You know? <laughs> yes. Yeah.
3: Oh if you thought you were safe this weekend think again. <laughs> you really uh, want to make the somebody shows that believe that
1: Morgan like, Freeman do it. Well, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah that's well, right. Uh, yeah. The the shows that scared me back then were like Rescue 911. I'm like I don't I don't want to get um electrocuted by wires in the desert.
4: Oh <laughs> <Yes, laughs> my god.
2: <laughs> for some reason and
4: yeah my parents that
2: watched that out. and I was I was always horrified by that and unsolved mysteries unsolved and mysteries yeah. The worst. oh yeah well yeah, not Robert the worst Sinek, but you know it was it was I the scariest it, for me
0: yeah because the, and that's the thing like they would like create these scenarios like oh yeah just just a, you know just a one state over these people are living in the the fear of a beast that rampages at night or <laughs> yeah like the the all of those uh I, did you guys ever see um fire in the sky
2: Yes, it freaked me the fuck out as a kid. Oh, it is no. the
0: worst case. It, it, it is a they just someone sat down and was like, "What is the best way to freak you out if you're already kind of worried about being abducted?"
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's horrifying. I haven't seen it since I was a young child. So yeah, all I, I, I haven't have seen are this these, since forever. Oh, these vague God. memories from being a kid and being traumatized by this awful movie. What is that? Oh, there is
0: one that's got. um... M- N- nutella in it <laughs> it's got nutella i keep wanting to say him mira sorvino but that's not right <laughs> who is the girl who played lilu in the fifth element
2: um mia <laughs> Yovovich. Um, <laughs> yeah
0: mia Yovovich. Yeah. have you guys seen that movie i don't even know i don't remember what it's called but the it's resident kind. evil
1: oh scary the fourth kind wait what the fourth
3: kind is that what it's called the fourth kind. yeah <laughs> that movie Seen you seen that no i have i was not impressed at all <laughs> oh my god <laughs> i was i was like okay fuck off <laughs> oh
0: because here's the thing i didn't i i like was switching channels and then came into it and so i didn't have like the setup that this is like a completely fake movie
3: okay <laughs> mind and you so, this was 32 year old 32 year old Stecco. right right
0: yeah adult steko <laughs> tax paying steko and I was just like, "What the fuck am I watching? This is really freaking." Because it's set up so thoroughly like a documentary, but then I was like, "Well, that's 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 Lilou right there." I mean, <laughs> she's, that's multi pass. Right?
3: <laughs> oh my god, but this like, happened to her! <laughs> like the thing
0: that freaked me out—that you know what? You know, actually, I can even tell you the thing that freaked me out about that wasn't like the weird hypnosis scene where the person starts screaming and all that stuff. It was. Because it actually incorporated parts of the things that I'd always been afraid of when I thought about like abduction in the middle of nowhere. Cause this whole movie takes place like in Ala- Alaska, right? Yeah. There's this, this scene where like they, they set up a camera because somebody says, oh, we're getting abducted. So they set up a camera and you see this moment where something blocks out the sky and then the camera dies, but you just see it like slide into position and then the camera goes out like they they did a really good job of having these little tiny glimpses that would just really freak Dave Stecco out. And it <laughs> I'm surprised that they put that much money into something just to freak me out. <laughs>
2: but it worked. I'll have to check it out. I'm actually a big fan of like found footage films done right.
0: Yeah. I oh, I I really I thought that was awesome and it freaked me the fuck out.
3: I think the moment I stopped being afraid of aliens was when I saw signs. Yeah. Yeah,
2: that, that's that's like a good had to point. Be a teenager at that point. Yeah, Craig just said he was <laughs> afraid of aliens into his teen years. Sure, absolutely. I'm not <laughs> oh, going to deny that. He lived his life. Stacco was afraid of it at
3: 32. Oh yeah, I was afraid like a boss.
4: Son.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Have you guys seen the Alien Autopsy movie? Uh, no, no the movie. It's, there's a movie. It's uh the this English comedy duo um did it. They're known as uh Anthony and Deck, I guess. It's Anthony and Declan Donnelly. Um I don't know. It's it's a cool movie. It's a comedy and it's based on Ray Santilli's story that they had this real reel of alien footage and it was ruined because they kept it they opened it and then they closed it back up and exposing <laughs> it to oxygen gave mold room to grow on it and everything and it was ruined but they owed somebody money so they had to make this tape or like they owed him a tape because he gave them money to buy it <laughs> so it's pretty cool though they play it all as a comedy and it's crazy that the guy who did this gave his blessing because it's almost like they're making fun of them but it's great it's great it's as if everything they said was totally true and it's I a fun it. watch and it also has michael douglas
3: huh wow so stick never that, in heard heard pipe that in your pipe and smoke it.
0: Yeah, it's worth watching. Hmm. So so let me ask you this then. I mean, say you woke up one morning, you had like a really specific set of marks on you and maybe like a half memory.
2: So it's Monday.
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, so say Monday <laughs> uh, and, and you're like,
2: I have been abducted.
0: How do you deal oh, with so that? Like, Wednesday. who do you tell or do you just, just keep on trucking? Like, what do you do?
2: If I really truly thought I was abducted by aliens, yeah, wow. wow. Well, I don't actually think that aliens are visiting our planet and flying. That spaceships. wasn't the question, Nathan. So, so it's hard because that would be like a shock and a jolt to my like worldview. Also, probably to your rectum. <laughs> yes, that too. I would just <laughs> no. It's, completely it's deny a shocker. It. it is. It is a a definitive shocker. <laughs> 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 I don't know. That's that's a tough question. Maybe, probably confide in like maybe one or two people, but I don't know. That would be weird. I I definitely wouldn't want to go public and be like I was abducted by aliens. Right.
3: Yeah. I think I would just uh, deny it and hope it was a fever dream.
0: <laughs> I see. I, I I think I would do the same thing. I would I would repress it as best I possibly yeah, could. Yeah.
3: Yeah. No. Those marks have been there since birth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. No. 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 You don't understand. I got that falling off a log. <laughs>
0: falling off a log. A log with giant glossy black eyes.
3: Logs. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it was. Champ. Did you guys?
1: Um, they're big. They're heavy. They're
3: wood. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
3: they're better than bad. They're good.
0: <laughs> Fl- Flora, how how would you proceed?
1: I I think I would tell people. I don't think I I have such. Uh, small street cred as to where people would be like, oh, that's just Flora's, you know, spouse. <laughs> <shit." laughs> I think, I don't know, right? Because, like, right now you're going, you'd you believe me, right? Wouldn't you, wouldn't you guys? Wouldn't, wouldn't you? And you were there. You were there. So, basically,
3: but, if you see Flora standing out on a Chicago sidewalk with a sandwich board telling everybody to repent, then you know what happened to him. That's right. Aliens visited. <laughs> Sorry about your B, dude.
1: <laughs> or did that happen on Wednesday?
3: Yeah, that's or was Wednesday. was that just a Wednesday?
1: Yeah, I, I don't know. I think I would be, I, I think I would tell people. I think I would, because I don't think I spout crazy shit enough for people to just uh, <laughs> be like, oh, that's just crazy old Flora.
3: Yeah, until you start uh, telling people you are abducted by aliens, then they'll yeah. start saying that. I don't know. Yeah,
0: and I, I don't. I had, I once, I once had a dream that I think might be, I think it might be the scariest dream I've ever had. And I, I had, I was in high school and I had some friends over and like our living room had like a pullout couch and they were sleeping on like on the the sofa bed thing. And I had this dream and I like my dreams. I dream all the time and I, I usually remember them, but they're always just, They're just ridiculous. They're just completely crazy dreams. When you wake up, you're like, oh, that was weird. But this was like the rarest thing where it was a dream where everything was excruciatingly real, even down to, I remember laying down, I put my arms in the same position I do every time I go to sleep. And it was like, I closed my eyes for three seconds and then I opened them again and everything was the same, but I was in this dream except for I couldn't move at all. And I heard a voice like right up behind my, my head go, we are here. Oh my God. And then I felt the covers get pulled back and I started to float up off the bed and backwards towards the door. And then something in the middle. And I, I, I remember, I don't remember what happened, but I remember remembering right. when I first woke up, I could kind of remember what happened, but like within a few minutes it was gone but then something happened in the middle that scared me to death. And then it was as though the dream happened perfectly in reverse. I was floating back towards the bed. I felt the covers get pulled back up. I heard the voice say, we are here. Oh my! God. And then closed my eyes for three seconds. And when I woke, when I opened them again, I was in that exact position in bed and awake. And as like an 18 year old dude it was all I could do not to go into the living room and crawl into bed with my friends because I was so completely terrified.
2: Oh, yeah. Well, the good news is, I mean, I'm gonna be up all night now. So, I mean, we can <laughs> this podcast however long you guys want to record for. I'm yeah, good. <laughs> I just got
3: chills. Uh, this happened to you, so we're we're sitting here talking about this. We're like, yeah, why not talk about? aliens and shit and you're like yep i i kind of i kind of had an experience with them well i mean i don't think i got abducted i genuinely don't <laughs> well you didn't you almost got abducted and then they brought you back <laughs> yeah i wasn't a keeper <laughs> yeah <laughs> they threw me back they you were like, back the, yeah, later? they were beaming you up, and then uh, then well, they we, realized they, they already met was... their quota for the month, so they decided <laughs> I, to put you back. Now, we, we thought this was that other Dave. <laughs> yeah. I'd
0: Oops. like to imagine that it was like almost like a Simpsons-esque thing where they, they <laughs> float me back towards the door, and I keep getting, like, stuck. <laughs> and they keep, no, no, no. no, Pivot him. Pivot him. No, I'll, I'll, oh, f*** it. Just put him back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so yeah that I mean that's as close as I've got for anything is that's that's my that was my alien
3: abduction dream that's
0: insanely scary <laughs> yeah it it freaked me out so much
3: well, Nathan and I actually saw a weird light in the sky a few years ago driving do you remember that many weird lights yeah that was really weird yeah one night and then like there were there were we were in Syracuse driving
2: around, and there were some um was like a formation of lights it was like a zigzag yeah completely across like half of the sky of lights just stationary they weren't moving and we weren't the only ones that
3: saw it because i do recall vividly uh some people in the hood come you know, running out in the middle of the street throwing their phones at the sky and videotaping and well, that, like making commentary about it and that was fun for me well that was Hold up. Is hold there up, a up.
2: discrepancy? No. <laughs> no, no, no. It was... Well, we saw it, and it was just stationary, and then we drove down, like, into a valley because we were picking somebody up. We had someone in the car with us. Yeah. I don't remember who it was, but we were... Pick- I remember who we were picking up. We got them, and we were like, we got to hurry up. We got to get out of this valley. We want to see if that still in the sky. And this was before nightfall. It was, like, probably early evening. It hadn't quite started getting dark yet. Yeah, almost dusk. And... We came out, we saw it still up there, and within like a minute or two, they started all kind of moving and kind of flying farther away, and then it was gone. We didn't hear anything about it, but the next day I looked online, and we found a video on YouTube, one video that was uploaded the night before, and it was like UFO sighting Syracuse, and yeah, it was somebody from the ghetto, and it really... they couldn't point the camera at the sky and they were just freaking out but no like, no no because our friend
3: was driving and there definitely was people like somebody like ran into the middle of the road
2: oh it was yes, like looking up somebody was okay i remember what you were talking it was about, on yeah, his yeah, bike yeah. and he almost
3: crashed looking
2: at it yeah he stopped his bike in the middle of the road and was like looking at the sky like what the f-? and then he saw us coming and like backed up He was like oh Yup, yup, I totally <laughs> forgot about that. because we, we were running were... at him with bats. <laughs> yeah. So the only explanation th- that could have been is aliens, obviously.
0: Or drones. <laughs> oh, wait, hold on. Succalo sound. Is such a thing even possible? Yes, it is. Laura put together this really great George Sukalo sound that I've been really <laughs> enjoying making use of
2: (laughs) I think it's weird that people have these it's just cultural association but like these automatic like assumptions that they jump to like lights in the sky it's an alien spacecraft or a door just shut in my house on its own it's the spirit of a dead person or like you know like there's like you could think of a million weird rational like crazy like a million explanations I didn't feel any wind like I don't know what evidence (laughs) you have that it is this thing you speak of I don't know. You're right. You're absolutely right. There is, it's, it's strange that the
0: first place your mind goes is to such a, uh, an elaborate and kind of weird conclusion. When you see something like that, um, you're, you're absolutely right. And that's, that's a strange, I don't know. Does that, is that, is that our imaginations happening? Is it, is it that, that weird part of us that's still afraid of lightning? Hmm.
2: I think it's just like a, it's a cultural thing. Like those are the cultural stories we know that describe that. So, like, even if it is, like, admittedly, something weird and unexplained is going on, it's weird that you're so quick to jump to, like, oh, it's a spirit of a dead person, or an alien, or a Bigfoot. Like, I don't know. Certainly isn't anything human. I mean, look at the chupacabra. It was originally not described anything like a hairless canine. And then instantly, it just kind of overnight got... Those things were being attributed to being the chupacabra, because they were there, and it was like, well... Well, here's what we got. So yeah, let's just. Change. She found a mangy mutt. Ignore right. the details, and I don't know. It's it's interesting.
0: Yeah, and I, I I think about that like rationally. UFO abductions don't make a ton of sense.
2: Wh- 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 why do they need to put
0: stuff in your butt?
2: <laughs> I feel like they <laughs> have temperatures. A, they have a lot in common with a lot of other archetypes like angels and demons and stuff. I kind of feel like it's almost like their place in our like cultural mythology is kind of like an expression of the same type of archetype. Mm -hmm. But like it fits our like current, you know, like social understanding more like back then the idea of a demon or an angel fit the idea more. And now it's kind of this science fiction esque character, you know, I, I don't think it's necessarily a real, like, you know, there are actual, extraterrestrial beings that have spacecrafts that are visiting here, you know? Right. Mm-hmm.
0: I don't know. No, and, and, and I think, I think you're right. I think it, I, I don't know. I keep saying this, but uh, it, that, 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 that narrative just doesn't really add up. If the, if it was, if there was a, some pan galactic organization that came to earth, either they would, our, our opinions of, of how of their interaction would be irrelevant to them and why they wouldn't be hiding anything or they would be a lot better at hiding. Yeah. You know, like why, why fire up the floodlights? Why? You
1: know?
3: Well, my thoughts are if we really were to be visited by aliens, it'd be one of two things. And it would either be them coming to welcome us into the galactic federation. Yeah. Or a man mass extermination and taking of our resources. Exactly. Yeah. I don't know about that one. I don't know if I'm in with that one. <laughs> well, I didn't say I was in for it myself, but it's it's got to be, you know, you you got to you can't always be optimistic.
1: <laughs> That's the the go-to doomsday scenario now though, the aliens come because they need something that we have that they have run out of, so they kill all mankind so they can harvest it and then move on to the next one, but in reality, I feel like it's becoming more and more clear that, uh, things that we have on the planet can be found anywhere. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Way
0: easier. And yeah, I think the only resource that we have that isn't easily found is just us.
1: Monoatomic gold. (laughs) I feel like, yeah. Colloidal (laughs) silver (laughs) water
0: filters. (laughs) You see people, uh, I've been saying this for months, months, (laughs) uh, I feel I think that I think that if if aliens were to come with an agenda, it would simply be to take all of us to do something with us. Like, I, I feel like we're the only thing that is actually unique to our planet. I, obviously, maybe elephants are important. I don't know. Yeah. But
3: <laughs> tell that to Kendall Jones. <laughs> that's, <No>! that's
0: right. <laughs> maybe 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 it's a probe looking for humpback whales. Anybody? Star Trek Four, <laughs> voyage home. God damn it.
3: <laughs> was that the Wrath uh-huh. of Con? It was no. two after the Wrath oh, I just lost like, so much nerd crowd. It's, it's it was okay. the lighthearted
1: romp through San Francisco. Back in the back in time yeah. adventure. It's a good one. It's a good one.
3: Oh, was that the jumping the shark moment in the Star Trek franchise? No, that was the first one.
1: Oh, okay.
2: <laughs> oh, zing, sick burn. Take that, Hello? Roddenberry. <laughs> I have this thing where people will talk to me about like aliens either having visited or currently visiting or soon to visit in the future. And I bring up this idea that I'm like, Oh, I think the aliens have already and are currently here on the planet. And they're like, what, what do you mean? Like men in black. And I'm like, I don't know. Not really. Uh, I think, I don't know. I don't believe it's just an idea. But like, I think there's a good possibility that fungus maybe an extraterrestrial life form. It's the only like living thing on this planet that's not an animal or a plant. It's adaptable to pretty much any environment. Um, there's some spores that are like able to I would imagine pass through like atmospheres, I don't know. It's this crackpot idea, but you know, I pitched that as an idea and they're like, "Oh, well that's that's not what I mean." You know, I mean like real aliens. And I'm like, "No, no, no." Ah. Like, think about how fungus has affected natural evolution, or you could make a case for it affecting human society and everything. And I'm like, it's kind of an interesting thing. They're like, no, no, no. But by real aliens, it's like, why does it have to be a tool using animal for you to think of it as extraterrestrial life? Or important extraterrestrial
3: (laughs) life? Nathan, Nathan, don't you know, real aliens have eyes.
2: I don't know. And laser and they pitch guns. It. Sometimes they say, "Like, no, I mean like a more advanced species." Well, what do you mean by more advanced? You are saying an animal that is better at tool using. That's like a very inhuman Like something paradigm. you can't
3: cook in a souffle.
2: <laughs> right, and I think
0: I, I think know. that there is a difference between saying uh, an organism is is very successful, as obviously fungus is getting it done. Right. Uh, oh, absolutely. Or, you know, or or. or or something that is maybe self-aware
2: don't sleep on the fungus man (laughs) we don't know to what degree plants are self-aware though like so who's to say about fungus we know even less about fungus than we do about plants
3: yeah and maybe the happening is a tale of global warning ah warning
2: yeah i
0: i uh i i did not see that movie
2: good on you sir yeah neither did i As, I, and you as Mark well Wahlberg. I did meet Adrian Brody though That's the guy in the movie right No it's Mark Wahlberg <laughs> Oh what's the one with Adrian Brody I thought uh, Signs no, Life no, no, is no. beautiful A- Ma- Adrian Brody's not uh, in the no, the 13 village. The Village The Village Okay Ocean 13 fault. Oh. Ocean's 13
3: <laughs> No uh, But yeah Unfortunately I was gifted the movie The Happening And I immediately watched it And said You sir are not my friend You don't know me at all <laughs>
2: Did I you never say, this is not <laughs> happening. I said good day, sir yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah see, and I, I think that there is an important difference and there's there's a lot of research into that about the ability of 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 bacteria or, or or fungal spore to to survive an interstellar trip, you know that the possibility that there are bacteria on earth that came here from Mars what and I forget what the the scientific name is, but those those things they call water bears,
2: yeah. Oh my that, god. That, that
0: can, Tarticans? The most yeah. a, they're
2: the Tartigrans? most adorable Tart- microscopic Tartigrans? organism ever. Under a microscope? Yeah. 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 They're adorable. They're little like microscopic like jelly bears. Yeah. <laughs> they're and bears they can full live of jelly? they can they can survive in space. That's amazing. Uh, the the Mir space
0: station just recently had a problem. One of its uh one of its exterior lenses had algae growing on it. Wow. it was, they couldn't figure out why why this thing why this one sensor was going bad and when they went out there there was shit growing on it
3: in orbit. That's amazing. Um, Lucky it didn't wipe out the entire planet when they brought it home. So
0: yeah. was it
2: alien algae or was it something that was brought from Earth but was it able was to grow? It was terrestrial. It was from Earth. They. I imagine if yeah, it was they alien were like, algae, yeah, I'd that and
0: figure out what that is. Um But so you're you're absolutely right that that there are a thousand different ways that something could in, invade Earth, and I think that people again, want the, they want the, 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 the narrative, they want the fiction of a spaceship and, a, and, a, and an intelligence commensurate with their own. I just read an article the other day about how completely unlikely it would ever be that any alien would be bipedal with you know bilateral symmetry that would, you know, th- the way that we always depict them in shows. And obviously that's a budgetary constraint and you got to put an actor in a suit or whatever, but how, how the diversity of life, which almost I mean mathematically has to exist, mm-hmm. how how completely different life can be from the from the format that we're familiar to.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, not to mention like planet size affecting how something evolves and grows. Uh, the bigger the planet, the smaller the yeah. the the living being on there because of the gravity. Yeah, that's uh, and that's interesting. Other factors, the atmosphere. But, yeah, like, doesn't have to be something that's so completely similar to humankind.
0: Yeah. Doesn't yeah. have to be carbon-based. I, I, I saw this uh, really cool interview where this uh, gentleman was talking about how uh, silicon, one of the reasons why it's so, you, you know, we, we use it for a lot of things, is that while it's not quite as good as carbon for uh, locking in electrons, it's pretty good. And there's no reason to think you couldn't have a silicon based uh life form. That 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 there's every reason to think that sure that could exist somewhere. So that why wouldn't that evolve somewhere? Uh I mean it's it's really, really interesting. It's it's a fascinating process like to think about I, I think that most concerns about aliens are are really just reflections of our own fears or 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 preconceptions. Clowns. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Clowns.
0: Yeah. Killer clowns, clowns from Outer Space. Yeah, the classic
2: documentary. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it was a documentary, wasn't it? Makes but, sense now.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes total sense, though. I mean, I'm not saying that there aren't, there isn't life elsewhere. And even then, like you were just talking about, even considering that, our definition of life, when you really start getting down to it, is kind of vague. There's stuff that we are not totally completely unanimous about whether or not it's considered alive. You know, I'm not an expert. I don't have examples uh, ready, you know, but I'm sure you've, you've heard of, you know, stuff like that, but, Oh yeah. There, there are tons of things that, you know, that, that are,
0: that live kind of in that, that gray area about how, how they operate, how they self replicate. And again, like we're just defining it as we see it within our own little, our own little marble floating in space. The the concept of how another intelligence could live and how it would organize itself and how that would express itself outside, you know, like in, in their architecture, assuming they felt the need to build something. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's so many, there's so many crazy variables and, and we're limited, you know, we're limited by our own experience that it's, it's very difficult for us to conceive of what that would be because we're so accustomed to what we are. Yeah. And and I mean and and I and I get it like science fiction the whole point of it is to use these crazy scenarios to outline a currently relevant story. Oh. You know, as much as we like seeing an elaborate alien, a science fiction story isn't about the alien, it's about the thing the alien represents.
2: Well, I mean, but- I think like fictional characters and, you know, archetypes and mythological characters are just as important as You know, real, real stuff like an understanding of what actual extraterrestrial life might or might not be like. You know, so don't let me downplay the importance of the myth. Like I have respect for it, but you know, respect the myth, Nathan. I just (laughs) kind of. I mean, I love that. That's one of my like. That's one of my torches that I carry is fictional characters, archetypes, mythological characters. Like these things are important. Like, in a way, they're real in and of themselves. Hercules and. was yeah. real. Yeah, in his own, in his own way. <laughs> uh, yeah. He was a real motherfucker. Well,
1: we've asked uh, what, who you would tell or, or what you would do if you thought you got uh, abducted. What about during the abduction itself, if you discovered you had um, uh, free control of your facilities, i.e., yeah, I. you you weren't frozen in place, you could think and see and, and move on your own, what, uh, what, what do you think you would do? What, like you were, le- you're left alone in a, in a room kind of, oh, you, you know, one of those out. things.
0: I, I, every time, every time the doctor or dentist leaves the room, I want to ransack the shit out of it. So I would be no different
2: in an alien spacecraft. I feel like I would just be trying to reason like, please. Yeah. <laughs> I will suck I... your d- please. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and i would be like, Please let me go and I'll suck your dick. <laughs> See, I told you. He's right. He knows me. I'll totally do
0: it. Yeah, I, I oh. think that I, I personally, I, I would just run amok, man. Grab I mean, you're stuck. Like, you can't. I definitely would not be the person that was like, I would like to try to reason with you. No, they <laughs> abducted me. Yeah, there's reason no reason over. And from here on out, I'm just Liam Neeson. Yeah. In orbit.
3: I was just gonna say this is like this is basically uh you're stuck in taken now. So it's like taken with like with like a real heavy dose of die hard.
0: <laughs> Gotta have the Germans. That's right. <laughs> and somehow now I have a
3: machine gun. <laughs> ho. ho. <laughs> <laughs> you send one alien down the elevator shaft yeah. <laughs> the plasma lift
0: yeah i don't know yeah i would i would i would flip the fuck out i would destroy all aliens so
1: you would try you would try and kill your way out of the situation
0: i would assume that i wasn't getting home and i would be hell-bent on making it as big a problem for them as possible
1: yeah
3: before like you that. know it before you know it uh, a spaceship lands back on earth and like and then Stecco just walks out of it. He's the only one. And he's just like, there's a whole mess of dead aliens back there. Clean it oh, up. Yeah.
0: They're really starting to stink. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that would be righteous. How about you guys? You wake up on the on the table.
2: <laughs> like I said, yeah, I'm, I'm I, offering I, Craig's body to the aliens for freedom. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I figure I my body's already fed, <laughs> so. Literally, maybe. Yeah. I, I honestly feel like <laughs> as much as I'd like to I'd like to say that I would have your reaction. I feel like I would be trying to reason with them. Like, please, like, don't hurt me. Clearly, I'm on a spaceship. There's nothing I can do to get myself back on the Earth. Please. <laughs> like, please, dude. Chill. I would just uh, remember
3: all my teachings from watching Futurama and try, try my damnedest to, to use that alien code to speak with them.
0: Try to, try to find the hypno-toad?
2: Yes. I would try to stun them with his... Futurama and Simpsons trivia knowledge yeah
3: I'll just show them I'll show them one episode I'll show
2: them the cliffhanger part one of
3: who shot Mr. Burns and then I'll be like if you want to see part two you gotta let me off so
2: you'd share human culture in an attempt to to teach them our morals and values
3: yeah but in reality I'm just trying to trick them (laughs) (laughs) you stupid aliens
1: (laughs) (laughs) You interstellar beings you dumbass interstellar (laughs) (laughs) beings (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so
0: okay so what if this well what if what if it wasn't an abduction what if uh and i don't know fill it in for yourself but what if you woke up tomorrow and it was all over the news you know almost like like the beginning of uh, independence day you know where there was like a number of very clearly alien ships just hovering out there like something happened That told the entire world simultaneously with no room for argument that aliens are real and they know where we are and they're here. That's
2: really funny that you bring that up, actually. What year did Independence Day come out? 96, 97? Something
0: like that. I think 97, maybe.
2: Yeah, I was born in 85. So I was like 11, 12 years old. And uh, I'm in my room. It's a little late at night. I'm not like going to bed or anything, but I'm hanging out in my room. My stepfather calls me into the living room. I come in. He's just like, shh, look, look, look. Starts pointing at the TV. And I look. And I hadn't heard anything of Independence Day at this point. There's footage of the UFOs, the motherships and whatnot. There weren't motherships. But, you know, the ships hovering over major landmarks. And a news reporter is narrating as if it's all a news report. Kind of like the Blair Witch marketing campaign. like It was treating it like it was real. And I don't know, like, I was a pretty skeptical, rational, like, child. Like, I had an eye for bullshit. I don't know why, but I bought it. Like, hook, line, and sinker. Like, I was like, oh, man,
0: this is it. Boy, what a chump eight-year-old listens to what an adult tells him (laughs) is the truth.
2: (laughs) So I'm sitting there dumbfounded, and I had been obsessed with aliens up to this point. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is it. They're here. Like, this is going to change the world. And then they start showing footage like after the commercial and they're like, they've started to attack and they show footage of them blowing up a building. And I am just it's this weird, surreal moment where I'm not scared, but I know that I should be because I totally buy it. And I'm like, I feel like I should be scared. I'm probably going to die if this is real. And I'm like, I'm going to go to bed tonight and I have no idea what the world's going to be like when I wake up in the morning. And then it cuts to this scene in the newsroom and the news reporters going on with his report and suddenly the newsroom starts shaking and like the pillars behind him start falling down and instantly I call bullshit and I'm like this is fucking fake I don't say that to my stepfather as a kid but you know <laughs> And then they oh, aired the dude, trailer he, for the he movie He
0: wore the world's you. He Orson Welles your
2: yeah. Ass. yeah. Totally totally did.
0: <laughs> have you guys have you guys ever heard of, like the actual original War of the Worlds radio recording?
2: Yes. No. I I elected to do a report on it when I was a kid. It was one of those assignments where we could choose our own topic in the early days of the internet. And I researched it, wrote a report up, listened to it, got a lot of stuff on it.
0: I just heard it for the first time last year. They were playing it. um, It was sort of like a Halloween thing on NPR. And I happened to be driving for work and got to listen to the whole thing. And it is awesome. Yeah. I mean, it is such a cool piece of radio play. And and I imagine, I mean, like it obviously doesn't stand up today, but it's because the manner in which people speak has changed a lot in the intervening time. But the tricks that they use, I mean, the the way they go back and forth from like the studio to the remote guy to the oh my god, we lost control, we're going to this other studio. Um oh, we have a sp- uh, there's a, a a statement being released. The way that they move it around so much is amazing and of course that flipped people out <laughs> i mean i i it's I, I i it was so cool craig you absolutely should listen to it especially in october because it's a fun spooky thing
3: yeah i will and uh just i don't know if uh if anybody listening has heard the podcast with you on us for the sandhill crane one but that was our podcast that was definitely. our podcast yes <laughs> Have uh, you
0: heard that one
3: yeah <laughs> Check it out. No, just um, throwing
0: that out there. Episode nineteen. No,
3: when I asked you about the EVP, I know we're getting off the aliens topic, but I, I took your
2: recommendation. I listened to it, and it was chilling. Yeah, I finally listened to it like a year later too. I, I did know, it almost Buki. immediately. I don't know if I buy it. It was it yeah, was pretty spooky. Well, yeah,
3: though. I agree with that. I, I did. Uh, I, I did what you suggested. Little... I turned all the lights off, and you know, I just played it and got myself into the mood, and you know. Lit some candles. <laughs> exactly. Some oil in yeah. your own skin. exactly. Pour the Cabernet. A lot of uh,
1: a lot of listeners uh, request that, and we try to give it to to listeners with the caveat of like, you know, chances are it's not real and everything, but it's it is you know if you buy into it even a little bit, we think it's kind of uh, oh spooky. Yeah.
0: oh yeah, and I think and w- when we were discussing it when we were recording whether or not we'd keep it in or not, it was also like. Can, keeping in mind that we've been talking about EDPs for an hour. people have been listening to them. so like in that scenario it's it's really creepy. you've been listening to them for a while and, <laughs> and going over them and uh, and that's why we kept it separate not to like make it sensational, but to yeah. just to kind of give people the option. but I mean, that same kind of, I don't know if you would call it like a suspension of disbelief. Like the longer I listen to like War of the Worlds, the more I tried to think about like the people who were thinking of like who were listening to it and like what what they were experiencing the world around them at the time. And I do I agree that like if aliens are real, the government should cover it up. <laughs> I don't think I don't oh, think yeah. we should know because I think people will lose their fucking minds it would it 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 would it would just destabilize people for i don't know not forever we're adaptive we're malleable folks but it would destabilize society for an amount of time and i don't know what or how people would react to that but i don't think it would be in a good way yeah
2: yeah there's a lot of xenophobic people i can't imagine they would react to aliens
3: yeah i mean there's a lot of people that just hate other humans because right. of be, just because of a certain race or uh, or religious faith or... Yeah. There's you know, a guy background. in Texas
0: who hates somebody because they were born two miles due south of him.
3: Yeah. Yeah. How do you think he's going to react when he finds out that there were people born a million miles north of him? Well, this <laughs> <Right>. guy... <laughs> Way more than a million miles. <laughs> a billion light years out of this galaxy. So that's the whole
1: uh disclosure uh, yeah. uh, debate which right?
0: comes up you know I mean, i'm sure you guys listen to like you know like you hear it like sometimes a mysterious universe there's always some jackass somewhere that's like this is the year where government disclosure is going to happen no oh, Burma is going to tell us about the aliens oh Burma. De- Burma.
1: <laughs> <laughs> to me it's it's the whole thing of pulling the band-aid off quickly or slowly yeah right getting in the pool quickly or slowly <laughs> Like I mean, do you ass- jump in or do you wait in? <laughs> it's really best there, to dive in. Assuming there's first. a band-aid to be pulled off.
0: <laughs> I mean, I I I go my thought is this, like I personally think that it is um, almost mathematical certainty that there is obviously other life in the universe. <laughs> I don't know if it's organized, if it if it if it processes information in such a way that making a ship and leaving its planet makes sense to it. But if it does, not only spatially is it extraordinarily unlikely that it would ever find us but temporally yeah. that it would find us at the same time we're here is is just preposterously small so i don't i don't spend a lot of time thinking about like i don't worry i, I i'm kind of with you nathan like i don't i don't really think that's yeah. a problem we're going to have
2: if we do and like end up having contact with an alien species. I don't think it's going to be like a sudden like thing like that. I'm sure we will have been like, it will be very far down the line and we will have been like culturally eased into that mindset by the time something like that is even possible.
0: But now, and now and this is something, and I'm sure you guys may have heard this somewhere that there's a fair number of people that believe that this, this image we have of the gray of, of the gray alien, you know, with Ooh, the, the grays. Yeah, that, that that is exactly what you just said, that that is them culturally indoctrinating us to them, getting used to the image mm-hmm. of them so that when they make their grand appearance, we're not so alarmed.
2: I kind of see think- that as part of the myth, you know, it's it's part mm-hmm. of the mythology. So would
3: you say we'd be learning the Gray's anatomy?
0: <laughs> 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 yes, we'd slaughter them. Yeah. <laughs> I I read a really great uh, short story a short science fiction story about aliens come to earth, but they won't reveal themselves. They just live in orbit. They kind of help mankind and they have this rule. They're like, we're going to just sit here for a hundred years and help you. And then in a hundred years, we'll reveal ourselves. But we need you to know that we don't mean you any harm, that we are here to help. And it's going to take us a hundred years to prove that. And so they do, they, they kind of help clean up the atmosphere, they help with disease, they do all this stuff. And then at the big unveiling, they're like, listen, we, we, we monitored you and we realized that there's just this horrible universal coincidence. We look like demons. The way you describe demons, we're all red. We have horns, we have a tail, we have hooves, <laughs> we look like demons. So oh, we wow. couldn't just come off the boat because you guys would lose your minds. We just had to sit here and, visit, you know, and like, let you know we're here and be nice and helpful and prove our goodwill for 100 years because otherwise, collectively, you all would have lost your minds because of this weird coincidence that our appearance coincides with this this mythology that you have.
3: And we probably wouldn't think that they were aliens. We probably would think that they were demons coming from the skies. And we're like, oh, we're being attacked from hell and the sky. Exactly.
0: And my only problem with that story is that after a hundred years, people would still be like,
3: demons! Oh, you played us slow,
0: but I
2: know a demon when I see one.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) I told you you should have
2: believed in Jesus. (laughs) That's right. So I got a couple what-ifs for you guys. Okay. Let's say you... Whether officially, unofficially, by happenstance, whatever the circumstances are, somehow find yourself in the position that you are the de facto ambassador of Earth to aliens. And yeah. you have the opportunity, all, the only thing, you, you don't have the opportunity to talk to them, any of that. You just have the opportunity to share one aspect of culture with them, whether like contemporary, ancient, Anything, like one aspect of culture, what is it that you share with the aliens on behalf of the human race? I, I mean, I, and I, I imagine... Blurry photos!
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: yes! <laughs>
0: Our podcast. <laughs> I mean, I, and I imagine that this would be a popular
2: choice, but just music of any kind? You, you, you don't have a specific? You got to pick something specific.
0: Oh, okay, okay.
2: What music, sir?
0: I, I, I guess I would choose classical music.
2: Okay. Oh, huh, that's interesting. You, you don't know which. That's cool. We can leave it at that if you don't have I mean, a specific. Like, like hyper specifically? I don't know. How about an artist? Beethoven, Mozart, like who?
0: Yeah, I would go with Mozart. Okay. Eine kleine Nachtmusik, if I had okay. to pick.
2: You see, me, I
3: would try to scare them away by playing them Ice Ice Baby.
0: <laughs> nice. I'm and, always and, thinking. And thus proving that not only do we have no taste, but we have no respect for copyrighted works by Queen. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Flora, uh, it, it's it's funny because I would have gone down the same route. I'm, I may have chosen a beef oven, but uh, <laughs> ooh, well, uh, what
0: about that? <laughs> 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 so that oh, Damn, let's, let's, there's my answer. I, yeah, I, I guess I don't know. Like I, I would think that that would because that that's something that might well, be entirely unique.
1: It, it it could be. I mean, to them, it it could be an, an assault on whatever they perceive sound with. Right,
0: <laughs> it was cool. So either we rock them. Or we rock them like a hurricane.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's the song. we Scorpio.
0: Because uh, the other thing I was thinking is that I guess, it, I mean, it, it It demonstrates an intrinsic understanding of math.
2: Yeah. What does know?
0: music? Yeah. Hmm. Um, In a
2: sense, biology to a certain extent. I mean, depending on how you look at it. Not necessarily well, an understanding, but.
0: But it's, it lets them know what our vocal range is, how we perceive that information. Maybe. I don't know. What would you guys give them?
2: <laughs> I would have picked some type of music too. I'm trying to think what I would. I think I can't come up with a specific answer, but I would want to show them something piano based, something with the piano. And I would I still honestly go with The Simpsons. I I would show them Ben Folds. <laughs> there you go.
0: What about like what about Piano Man?
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh yeah, sure. Be it Billy Joel. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Show them it's okay to, to get drunk and drive.
1: That's right. So so we think that music is the universal language.
2: Of course. Except for or, Craig. Or, or Simpsons is the, the universal language for one me. One
0: thing to give them. I think, I think music would be.
1: Do you think it would be any different if we had one thing that we could be like, here is a, the most human example of math. That counts. And, that
3: would be, and then uh, show them uh, pie. You know yeah. I mean, there's that
0: plate that's on Voyager, which that I, plate is, is a bad
1: idea. I think is different. Well, like as a human, I can't make heads or tails of it. When they show like the images that are on that gold plate, I'm like, "What is this? How how is an alien supposed to decipher what a human <laughs> is, is like if a human can't even decipher this <laughs> shit?"
0: Yeah, and they they've done uh, different experiments about that. They were there was one where people they had encoded some data. And they wanted to make it so simple that anyone could do it. And no cryptographer on earth could figure out the format for decoding it. Like, like like that, that is something that blows up in people's face all the time. (laughs) I think that it is a catastrophic mistake to send something out with a map of how to find us.
1: Yeah. And And, and
0: granted, (laughs) granted we're doing it anyway. We're just transmitting radio waves and signals like crazy. You know, it's not like that's the thing that's really going to give us away, but I still think it's reckless.
2: Literally, we are transmitting radio waves. Well, you know, like the, was it the Voyager? I don't remember. No research in this podcast. But there was something that was sent out. The single object of human culture that was sent out. It was a blues song. I don't remember who it was by, but it was meant to convey the emotion of loneliness. Should alien life find it? And right now it's like some odd million light years away or something. I don't know. But it is the single human object that's like farthest away from Earth.
0: That, yeah, that's that's definitely Voyager because it is it is officially outside of our solar system now.
2: It is beyond <laughs> any n-
0: gravitational effect of the sun, I think. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
2: All and right. So here's another one for you. Okay. How about the alien contact happens whether they initiated it or we initiated it or something in between Irrelevant. It happens. And this is with some alien race, either from uh, like you uf- ufology culture or classical lore or sci-fi, some type of alien race. What alien race is it? Something that we already are familiar with that fictionally exists or skin job, Cylons. They're so hot. Who? Skin job Cylons. Who's that? You guys Battle ever watch Battlestar Galactica. Galactica? I don't. I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> I saw a
0: uh,
3: season of Caprica.
2: <laughs> wow.
0: What a weird choice. <laughs> so what are they like? They're robots, but they're biological robots. Like if you cut them, they will bleed. Like
2: it's very difficult to tell them apart. I don't they trust just look them. They like humans. I don't trust them. I'm sorry. Well, they're all really hot. There's so only six like, versions. Oh, never mind, Terminator. never mind. I totally trust them. Never mind.
1: <laughs> Are you saying what, what do we think they'd be like or what no. do we want them Who to be like? Who do you
2: prefer? You're given the choice. Oh, like yeah. the magical <clears throat> genie is like, hey, guys. You
1: know, the, the, uh, the Pleiadians or whoever comes in and has sex with you while teaching you physics or whatever. <laughs>
2: <laughs> right. Yeah, that's what's, a pretty good one. What's that, that from? It's got to be so. like from something. Like yeah. in sci fi culture or ufology culture or like mythology. Oh,
1: yeah, scy- Oh, example. so New Age culture doesn't count? <laughs> no, it does not. Oh, no,
2: is that? No, no, no. That counts. I'm just not familiar with it. Yeah, 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 totally. <laughs> what is it, though? I'm sorry. Uh, we had we had a, a story in an old episode
0: about the Palladians would come to people while they were asleep and teach them about sex and weird stuff. It was... It was well, they
1: would teach them about whatever they wanted to know, but they would do it through sex. Okay, okay. Like, the most mind-blowing, <laughs> f- blowing sex that you've ever... <laughs> it was had. though... Yeah,
0: it was this really weird, like, piece of erotic fan fiction that was, uh, that was supposed to be about alien contact. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I, I guess... No, I, I mean, the Cylons would would be pretty pretty good looking, but on the other hand, everyone would flip out because they look like humans. So you would want something that doesn't look anything like a human. Uh, I
3: don't. I Predator.
0: No. <laughs> no. Works. Yeah, I
3: pass on predators. I'm slightly uh, disappointed. Neither of you said Melmacians. Yeah.
0: No yeah. love for Melmac.
3: You know what? Wookies. I'd be pretty happy
2: with Wookies. <laughs> I High would be pretty happy with Wookies too. <laughs> I think that'd be pretty cool. I, uh, well, wait. I want.
0: What are your answers? I want to hear what you guys think of that. What, what would
2: you? <laughs> I'm on. I've honestly been sitting here racking my brain, and Melmacians and Wookies were both answers that I was yeah. juggling in my head. Yeah, I'm but. sticking
0: with Melmacians. I thought for a second when you said juggling, I thought you were going to say Juggalos. I was like, no, we don't want
2: <laughs> No, to no, 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 no. We don't want none of those guys. <laughs> I'm sorry. I misheard the question. I but you can was... keep your Fago. You yeah. can leave that here. I feel like there's something really obvious that I would want that I'm leaving that I'm like not remembering right now. And as soon as we're done recording the podcast, I'll be like, oh, duh. He's thinking oh. of the Borg. Oh, you know, know what Borg. I think it would be cool? Course. Stitches. Stitch. Oh, my From God. From
0: and yes.
3: Stitch? Hell, yeah.
0: Yes. you
2: yeah. yes. would be pretty pleased with that. Experiment I would. 626. Nerd. <laughs> 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 I, I think, yeah, I think I'd go with, like, Wookiees or Stitch. Or, you know, do, like, if you picked, like, biological machines, do, like, R2 units count? I would love my own R2 unit. Uh, them's is robots. I mean, you could have sentient robots. You could have, like, T-1000s. <laughs> No, I wouldn't love my own T-1000. That's a little too much for me to... That's a a handful.
3: Nathan's undecided on his own question. (laughs) That's right. I like this. He's like, oh, my God. I wasn't expecting anybody to ask me that. Well, what was your answer, Craig? Melmackians.
2: Oh, it was. Yeah.
3: That's why I said I was disappointed they didn't. I wasn't sure if I was going to get asked. You know, (laughs) I'm like the stepchild. I'm just over here just kind of throwing my two cents in every here and there. And that's it for the cat population. Yeah. Yeah. Well, (laughs) I could get, I'm okay with it. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I read a
0: book. There's an author named John Scalzi who I really like. uh, And he read one of his first books was called agent to the stars. And it is about a Hollywood agent who gets contacted by an alien civilization to facilitate their introduction to planet earth. And he kind of goes through this. He's like, well, And they're, they're like, they're blocks of like semi-transparent, like jelly kind of, (laughs) and they, they communicate amongst each other with smells, but they can, like they can vibrate and produce sound and speak. And he has this discussion with them. It's a, it's a cool, weird book. Uh, And the, the fun thing, the thing, one of the things I really enjoyed about the book was his discussion. The guy's like, well, why, why on earth would you bother a Hollywood agent? Like, he's like, why don't you just go talk to the president? And they're like, well, we we need to to appeal to your entire planet. And while your country is one of the larger ones and it it runs a lot of things internationally, it by no means speaks for the entire planet. So it doesn't really help to talk to your president. And also, your president doesn't even really speak for your entire country. And he's like, well, why wouldn't you go to the UN? And they they were like, yeah, we've been observing you. The UN is useless. And (laughs) Ah. so... And they were like, but the one thing that is globally accepted around the world is U S entertainment, movie stars, TV shows, music. These are the things that every country uh, regardless of their ideology accepts and, and is okay with. So we need a Hollywood agent. That's how we do it. And I thought that was a, a weirdly accurate depiction of how, how that would look to someone who had had been observing us and trying to, to, to appeal to the entire planet, not just our little
2: corner of it. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense for the same reason, we all pretty much chose to send music out to the aliens, except for Craig. (laughs) It was still the arts. (laughs) In in Craig's version of that book, they contact Matt Groening. Yes, (laughs) that's
0: right. And they're like, well, where are the yellow ones with, four fingers
2: <laughs> it almost sounds a little douglas adams-esque maybe not quite as like irreverent and satirical yeah but
0: but it is it is you're absolutely right there, there is like a like everyone is very bored with it even though it's really mind-blowing that i think douglas adams does really well you know where we're like oh yeah we're hurtling through space but i really just want to talk about this sandwich i mean yeah
2: <laughs> Oh, man. The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy books Wait, were... hold on. Hold on. What sandwich was it?
3: <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's always like grilled me. cheese with bacon. Dude. I haven't eaten I... all day, man. I had some bacon jerky. Please How don't... How is that? I don't want to get too far off here, but is that good?
0: I see that, and I'm like, huh. Bacon
3: Meh. jerky. <laughs> it's worth trying. I mean, it tastes just like you're eating dry sack bacon. Of, sack of bacon. <laughs> <laughs> dry bacon. It's chewier than it should be. <laughs> okay all right okay
0: yeah i uh i I don't know i like i don't think it'll be a problem we have to deal with but i certainly don't think it's a problem we're at this point capable of dealing with yeah what's
2: that alien contact yeah disclosure
1: in general
0: well thank god none of us are
2: the ambassadors
0: (laughs) i don't know could happen we're 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 preeminent um people in the the media of talking about aliens we've just established it
2: (laughs) Here's it's the episode where Mr. Burns gets shot and <laughs> bitches yeah. ain't shot by Ben Folds. So they're,
0: yeah, they're gonna they're gonna let George Sukalo's talk to him. <laughs> His giant alarming hair. Let let him get vaporized.
3: So I'm sorry, Nathan, I literally cut you off what were you saying about
2: the hitchhiker's guide nothing important just that ah. it's fucking awesome i didn't like the movie at all but the fucking i saw the movie before i read the books
3: you don't like most stuff? do you have a problem with him? no most stuff is awesome <laughs> i thought that
2: was cool casting actually he's actually an irish guy in the books but uh well, most def could have done an irish most accent if he could. tried no he totally played the role well but uh it's just an alan rickman as the perpetually depressed robot perfect yeah yeah. I just I don't know the movie didn't do it for me, but my friend it was the writing, the writing it. wasn't there. My it wasn't the writing. It was just cuz the writing almost completely came straight from the book.
3: It was just the transition. And I don't know what film. it was.
2: Oh, okay. But my friend pleaded with me to read the book and I started reading the first one and read like all five or six of them in like a month. It's fantastic have you guys ever read I've read, read
0: it? the first one just recently just in the last year i read the first one and really enjoyed it and i haven't i think the next one is the restaurant at the edge of the universe is that yeah. the second one
2: keep reading it's worth it like they just get better and better it's amazing and the That's ending enough. is one of the best endings ever speaking of reading you know what i found out recently is that if you were to read
3: the uh game of thrones books the song of ice and fire it's actually longer
2: than the bible oh really I thought you were going to say if you read it backwards, it like it's a, there's an alien <laughs> message in human there. Human yeah. culture to you. Yeah, if something. you
0: read it backwards, it is the Bible. Somebody
3: <laughs> uh, comes
0: back to life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: Somehow Sean Bean came to life. They gave him his head.
2: <laughs> yeah, the surprise, Hitchhiker's man. Guide might be longer. Th- nah, maybe it's not longer than the Bible. I don't know. I have it all in one big book, and it's f-ing huge. It's bigger than any Bibles I own, but then again, those are all really, really, really tiny. Print. Cliff note Bibles. I have I have made a few
0: cracks at reading the Bible cover to cover, and I have failed every time.
2: Yeah, I
3: can't read it cover You're to no cover. Edgar I know. Casey. I <laughs> you know. You got to the I book of Job it. and just lost interest. <laughs> that's, that's where is
0: that where all the bagats show up?
3: <laughs> I don't know. I'm not really up on my Bible. <laughs> <laughs> I just
0: know that there's like, I just hit this speed bump where it's like, Jibble jabble begat hemgel angle and hemgel angle begat and narbler. <laughs> Although my Bible is Norwegian, so maybe that's part <laughs> of the problem.
3: Yeah, mine just kind of collects dust in the uh, bedside drawer next to my handgun.
0: Nice. <laughs> so that you can do last rites over <laughs> whosoever should cross
1: you. <laughs> what do yes. you live? You live in a Texas motel? <laughs> <laughs> so,
3: <laughs> well, I saw Pulp Fiction and I was like, I gotta learn Jules' lines.
0: That's right. Well, boy, if you look up Ezekiel, you'll be sorely disappointed. Oh, <laughs>
3: do they at Spoilers. least talk about uh, Royale with cheeses?
0: Yeah, there is a good section in Deuteronomy about that. <laughs> yeah,
3: <laughs>
1: makes sense it it would be in Deuteronomy.
0: Timothy about how how it's okay to key a guy's car if you uh, to have your car key if you just catch the guy doing it.
1: <laughs> well, gentlemen, I think uh, I think we have. Autopsied this alien. Oh man, I
0: got I got Quite guts all over my butts. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't have sat in it.
1: <laughs> we warned you, but I know
0: I didn't listen. <laughs> it's I'm Got
2: away all the time.
1: <laughs> all the time. <laughs> We do want to thank you for uh, taking the time out to come on. Uh, no, thank, stone. You. Yeah, yeah, thank, you thank you.
2: Yeah, definitely. Thank you for having us.
0: It of is course. our unlimited pleasure. No, Without this limits. was
2: this was one of the coolest things we've ever done. This is awesome, man. Thank you so much. Sweet. Oh man,
0: we're glad to have you aboard. We'll do it
1: again. Yeah, and I hope uh, sure. We'd like to tell all of our listeners. You can find uh, Craig and Nathan at uh, Fairpoint on iTunes. That's a that's a good spot that's to right. find you guys, right?
2: Yeah, sure. we're on iTunes. We should be on a bunch of other podcast directories too, but yeah, find us on iTunes if you got iTunes. Sweet. Yeah.
1: Is there any other place that uh, our listeners can find you guys? Uh, I mean, at-
2: if you Google Fairpoint Podcast, our RSS will come up. We're on YouTube. We're on Facebook. Like, pretty much anywhere that you could think to find us, I'm sure you can. Yeah, Twitter awesome. too. Yeah, if you can't find us on there, just try to find us on somewhere else and let us know
0: and we'll fix the problem keep looking if you can't can't find fairpoint you don't know how a computer works
2: yeah Yeah. you're not trying hard enough
0: that's Uh, awesome so yeah don't don't forget to like them on facebook and if you like them make sure to like us
2: (laughs) the second part's optional or even Or, or if you've
3: already liked blurry photos you should like fairpoint as well I'll 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 agree to
0: that. It might be my undoing, but I can't <laughs> yeah. say no to you.
3: <laughs> Love you.
0: <laughs>
1: and uh again if you uh if you want to hear us blib blab some more with these guys, go back to episode nineteen on Fairpoint Podcast, uh, because we're on there talking about the old sandhill crane. <laughs>
2: And I mean, we've got something cooking in the oven. Hopefully, you guys can come on again real soon. Uh, visit Fairpoint again. Check out the secret room, and uh, you know,
1: that's I that's think what we can. S- I think we can swing that. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, whatever you uh, do, just don't bring those damn candy chat ladies. Oh, no, they don't like to leave their house.
0: Yeah, they are yeah we we good. No control. <laughs> don't. <laughs>
1: I think that'll do it then for...
0: That's right. For this amazing episode of Bullstone. One last round. Headlines. Nathan hit me.
3: Win a date with Jeff Goldblum. Google fires blanks at Rupert Murdoch. And now he's suing for sexual assault? Memory foam. What does it remember?
0: Cottage cheese actually made in factories. All these things and more next time on Bullstone!
3: Thunder Sound! <laughs> yeah! I did it! Oh, snuck it in. <laughs> <laughs>